Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and physical therapy pearls of wisdom to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is really to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. Before we get into this episode, we cannot talk about improving your foot health without talking about the environment that you're putting your foot in. And that is our shoes that we wear throughout the day, every day. I mean, I even had a friend talking to me the other day that her one-year-old was already seeing that the toes were starting to cross because of the tight shoes that were developed for our feet. (laughs) And it is very unfortunate that the shoes that we have been told that we need more support, you know, designed to squish the toes and provide our heels to be lifted all the time is not functional for your feet and affects the entire body. So that's why we believe in Vivo Barefoot so much and why we have our little boy who is walking around now in Vivo Barefoot himself, because it gives you that open toe space, that flat barefoot like shoe so that your foot can do the work itself to build the strength and mobility needed to support the entire body. And if you haven't checked out Vivo Barefoot, we really highly recommend use code TOB. You get 15% off of any shoe that you like as long as it's not already discounted and you can explore what it feels like to finally free your feet. It's going to take time, especially if you've been in super supportive shoes, but I'm telling you what we put our feet in matters. So go check the link that is in our show notes, code TOB for 15% off. Thanks for joining us on another episode. Today, we are talking about our foot and ankle health optimization, part of the optimization series by Dr. Dom. (laughs) I mean, six episodes in and you're finally saying it, so I'm happy. Maybe this is the seventh. This is the seventh. So, But this is going to be really about what you can do, what exercises are really like the base that we think are so important to help prevent those pains and injuries that happen and are very common around the foot ankle. Now, if you're looking for more specifics, we've done so many podcast episodes. We have... And we're going to have that linked up below. But if you hear something, go look for that link because we've done foot and ankle mobility specifically. We've done chronic ankle sprains, uh, shin splints, bunions, uh, both bunions. We've done bunionette bunionette and bunions, bunions, metatarsalgia, uh, Morton's neuroma, flat feet, high arches, plantar fasciitis. We had an episode with Dr. Emily, and she really is a functional podiatrist who talked a lot about- Such a great episode. Anything from bunions to orthotics to- Lots of other guests that have talked foot health, but- We have. She's probably our favorite. <laughs> she's, our, she's the one that we kind of is our go-to. Um, she is so knowledgeable in the way that she really ex- takes the time to explain, you know, when is surgery important and when do you need to yeah. take note of it? Because we're not anti-surgery. We're just for, you know, functional movement. And we've done stress fractures, corns on your feet, turf toe, Haglund deformity, peroneal tendonitis. Like a tongue twister. Oh, There's so many there of them. There's so many you episodes. But if there is something that you didn't hear that I listed off and you're like, I yeah. have had this foot ankle issue, please let us know. Taking a quick pause from the episode to talk hydration and give a shout out to one of our podcast sponsors that Jen and I literally use every single day, which is 
element electrolyte drink mixes to replenish and refuel the sodium, potassium, and magnesium that our body loses throughout the day without even knowing it. And these electrolytes are so vital to our health. They help with things like energy production. They help us keep a clear mind. They can help with sleep, even digestion, everything cellular processes in our body use so many of these electrolytes that we need to make sure we have enough. And the thing is, Element is so delicious, you won't even need to think about coming back to drink it. One, your body's gonna crave it because of the electrolytes, and two, because of the delicious taste. Jenna and I also love using their chocolate flavors to mix up an evening hot chocolate that has no calories, tastes delicious, and also gets those electrolytes in. So go down to the link in the show notes when you visit Drink Element, that's L-M-N-T, dot com backslash optimal you get a free sample pack with every single order so you can try out all their flavors and know which one you want when you inevitably will come back to get more because it's so delicious go check it out and get your free sample pack today all right let's get back into the episode yeah we love talking about the feet of course vivo barefoot shoes is what we wear and we've noticed so much benefit and that's definitely going to be something that plays into this episode because now we want to talk about why do we feel like people develop so many foot and ankle pains. Mm -hmm. One of the main ones, and I feel like we can say this because there's evidence that backs it up. Also, uh, people might call us biased because we're so into wearing barefoot shoes, but shoes, the shoes that we wear result in such drastic change in our feet, both anatomically, how they look, but mostly how they function. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, I, we've been able to see this in the differences. I have more flatter feet and then Dom has very high arches. So we have yeah. very different feet, yeah. uh, very different ways that we've grown up and used our feet from him being mm-hmm. in cleats and playing football and sports and me doing gymnastics and being barefoot all the time. Yeah. So just like the differences and yet the benefit that we've both been able to see not only in ourselves but also in our clients and so many people on social media who come to me after and are like i was told never to be in barefoot shoes and you know i got vivo barefoot and it was the best thing that ever happened to my foot it's this thing where the fix to foot pains has become putting more technologies and braces and orthotics and things around our feet so that they can't move as much so that they can't go through the ranges of motion that they're supposed to so that our arch muscles can't work to support our foot on on its own similar to shoes like many shoes have a heel in them so our our heel is raised whether even if it's a quarter inch to an inch beyond where our toes are at that's making our achilles tendon work slightly less Mm -hmm. and over time our achilles tendon is going to assume more of a shortened position because it's used to operating that way our toes aren't able to extend as much with rigid bottoms. Mm-hmm. Our foot doesn't need to get used to accepting or landing on the ground because we have such cushioned soles in these shoes. So right. all across the board, the footwear that we put on, is it helping or hurting our foot become stronger and more mobile? Yes, the environment in which we're in plays such a role in what we feel and how we function. Yeah, And that is our shoes. That is our footwear. We're not... <laughs> anti anything like I think there's a time and place when you might need a little bit more support if you have a specific injury happening at that moment Um, a stress fracture you know you just had an acute injury whatever it may be you might need a little bit more support from orthotic or from a more supportive shoe however if you're not working your way toward back to what your foot can do I think that's where it becomes really detrimental 
And so we, because of the environment of these shoes that provide the support, we end up then lacking in the mobility and strength needed around our foot, our toes, and our ankle. So we, we start to lose our ankle dorsiflexion, our lack of ability to spread and open our toes, to move mm-hmm. our big toe, to lift our toes. And we need this toe extension and toe splay in order to have functional feet, you know, mm-hmm. in order to have the strength and stability of our inner intrinsic foot muscles, we need the ability to move our toes. So if, so if we lack that ability to start to move our toes like our fingers, <laughs> yeah. well, then we're going to lose the function in how they they should move. And how many people out there can move their toes like Exactly like their fingers. <laughs> Not many. It would be kind of creepy, but kind of cool. And I would be a little envious. Uh, and then we wonder why when we have lost all this beautiful mobility and strength, yeah. like within our arch even, we should have the ability to flatten yet support within our arch mm-hmm. to assume the natural functions of the foot. And then we wonder why when we're walking barefoot around our house or around our yard, we start to have pain and it hurts <laughs> and we don't feel like we can do those movements without pain. Uh, and then the, the solution we're often given is, oh, wear these shoes or slippers mm-hmm. in your house or mm-hmm. wear these at all times rather than let's build the function of that foot back up. So something that obviously we're fairly passionate about. But when we have, again, you know, going back to we will have these deficiencies in our mobility and our strength start to crop up in our foot. And then we try to do different usually repetitive behaviors, even if it's just walking, even if we need to walk a lot for work or do things around the house, or if we pick up a new exercise habit and we Mm -hmm. wonder why are these foot and ankle pains starting to pop up? Oh, it's because your, your feet and your ankles don't have the requisite strength. And now you're doing this repetitive activity where you might start to get some different tendonitis, tendinopathies, or some different stress fractures Mm -hmm. because your foot just can't handle that. And then we start to have these overuse injuries pop up like plantar fasciitis, like stress fractures, like Achilles tendonitis. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to work and move on a deconditioned foot. Yeah. It's just not not ideal, right? So what are the exercises that we can start to do? Um, something that I love, I see Dom do every single day and it, it makes of- me so proud. <laughs> but you're going to laugh because do you know one of the main things that inspires me to put my socks in between my toes. I didn't this even is what say she, what it is. This is what she's talking about. <laughs> she's talking about toe spacers and like something that she always does is put her socks between her toes because it's just this natural little toe spacers and it's like a little foot stretch, foot and toe stretch yeah. during the day. But do you know the main reason that the thing that sparks, oh, I got to just put these socks in my toes. So that you don't put them on the ground. So that I don't leave them yeah, laying around on the I ground. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I'll just put these in my toes. And then next time I'm up in the room, I'll toss take them, them in the hamper or yeah. take them off. Because I like, I find socks around the house all the time. I am notorious for just taking my socks off and like hucking them on the ground in yeah. the living room. So I'm glad that you found a better use. And then we for look over in Dante's like chewing on one of them. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Anyways, toe spacers. Now we do have nice toes, toe splay. From the toast play from Naboso. So, from Naboso. Dr. Emily, our functional podiatrist yeah. friend. And we're going to have the discount code and the link down in show notes as well that you can yeah. use. Such a fantastic one. And once you do that passive toast play, doing this consistently, this is something that takes time. 
again. Yes. Think about how old am I? How long have I done the same thing with my feet? Or put my feet in really squished shoes. Yes. That don't, don't have the space to move my toes. And we start to have this helplessness where it's like, I'm never going to be able to change how my foot looks or functions, which is not true. I mean, maybe our foot, how it looks, won't significantly change. But, the but we can significantly change the function and yeah. our ability to move and activate those toes. So we want to put the passive toe splay in, and then we want to work on some active toe spreads. Yes. And especially early on, this might be difficult. Exactly. But you'll notice like it starts to change significantly if you start to do it more often. Like mm-hmm. I have, we have friends that are like, oh my God, I can move my pinky toe now and are so yeah. excited. And I'm like, I know, isn't it amazing? And they've been doing it for six, eight months. Yeah. Like they've been doing it for a long time. So it's amazing. And then we have to, you know, also be aware that we're, putting mobility back into our ankles and our big toes. I think this Mm -hmm. is so massive, so huge, because again, if we're wearing more very supportive shoes, um, like running shoes or hokas, I think is what it is. Hokas, one of them. Um, It it kind of, it takes that process of walking and it puts it in the shoe for you where we need that toe push off. So we need to actually, we should have some toe extension before we push off every step that we take. But if we're wearing super supportive shoes that already have that toe lift, it's kind of doing it for us without needing that extra mobility in the toe. And we start to lose that big toe mobility, which reduces the stretch and the function of our plantar fascia and our muscles on the inside of the foot. So we need our big toe to be a, have functional mobility, which means it should be able to stretch. And you can start this just by stretching your big toe, um, mm-hmm. just with your hand. You do it against a wall. You could do it kneeling and sitting on your toes if you can tolerate that. There's so many ways that you can, you could stick your foot behind you as you're, when you're standing in line and start to stretch your toe. Like there's so many ways that we can stretch our big toe, but we just need to start doing it. I think that's what's so important. And our ankle, like move our, whether you're stretching your calf or you're, you know, hanging off on a a curb, talking with a friend, put your heel off, then stretch it on the curb. Like there's so many ways that we can start to improve ankle dorsiflexion as well. Yeah. Ankle dorsiflexion, I think is one of the most important things that common underfoot technology as our friend Galahad from (laughs) Vivo Barefoot calls it uh, is when we have that heel lift in traditional shoes, we tend to lose an aspect of that dorsiflexion um, or our foot's ability to come up towards the shin. So being consistent with some sort of ankle dorsiflexion stretches, activations. I like the one where you said hanging off of a curb, but then going up into the heel race to start activating and strengthening through that, mm-hmm. that mobility is of vital importance. <laughs> and then something that we've just been talking about to this point already is going barefoot more often. Yeah. Try to be barefoot more often. Again, initially, it might not feel super comfortable if it's not something that you're used to. Mm-hmm. So trying for short stints around the house, mm-hmm. doing half hour, hour of chores around the house without the slippers or the house shoes that you normally wear. When you get a little bit more used to it, go out to run an errand, to go to the grocery store, just walking around half an hour to an hour out in public in a more barefoot profile shoe. Yeah, not just barefoot. You don't have to go to the store without shoes. Yeah, going to the store barefoot (laughs) can be dangerous depending on where you live. Probably Um, not. (laughs) But yeah, and the more that you do this, the more you will feel that natural strength, that natural mobility 
inherently come back to the foot because you're using it how it's supposed to. I mean, I know Vivo has done studies where they have followed people for six months time and who have just worn barefoot shoes and their foot strength has significantly increased by only doing that, only wearing barefoot shoes and not doing any other additional exercises outside of that. Yeah, by like 60%. That's a huge number without having to do anything else and just starting to go more barefoot. And again, you can graduate into this, but even just starting to wear more barefoot profile shoes, or if you work out at home, especially, don't put on your running shoes. Like if you're working out at home, if you're doing squats and stuff inside a house, especially, Mm -hmm. kick off your shoes and just go barefoot. Now, if you're doing more HIIT style and you don't feel comfortable with that, that's okay. But I do HIIT barefoot. I will say that. I always have and I do. But if you don't feel comfortable, at least with your squats and your static exercises, your base of support starts with our feet. And this is why we talk about the feet and ankles so much is because our base of support starts at our our feet. So if we want strong glutes, strong glutes, strong hips, strong core, like it starts with how we're moving and how we're functioning mm-hmm. at the feet. And that's why we do believe that going more barefoot gets you more grounded into your entire body so that you feel good. But it's also going to help to prevent those future pains and an injury that we that often happen within the feet. So starting to get comfortable with that is such an important aspect. So of course we talk about, you know, going barefoot and wearing barefoot shoes a lot, but we have a foot and ankle plan as a part of the Gen Health membership that starts to take you through the process of working on a lot of these different components that we're talking about, working on the toe mobility, the foot mobility, starting to build up the strength and activation back in the foot muscles the muscles that cross the ankle, the calf. So if you want to check that out, there's a free week trial. You can always go try out the week, see if the plan is for you, see if you're noticing any benefit. There's also a discount that our podcast listeners can uh, get by using code OPTIMAL at checkout. You get a discount either on the monthly or the annual subscription. So go try that out if you need a little bit help on what do I do? What do I do to get started on all these different components of Mm -hmm. foot and ankle health? There are also 10 other plans that you can jump into uh, for all different areas of the body as well as some full body plans. So go check that out. If you're looking at getting Vivo Barefoot Shoes, you can also use code TOB to get 15% off any regularly priced shoe. We have so many people in our community that have started Mm -hmm. using them and absolutely love them. But those are some of our takes on how to improve and optimize your foot and ankle health. Thanks again for joining us. Again, foot and ankle health, something we're so passionate about and we completely live in the barefoot camp and believe that there is so much benefit that can be derived from just being barefoot more often. So again, if you wanna dive into that foot and ankle plan or grab a pair of Vivo Barefoot shoes, we'll have those linked up down in the show notes as well as the discount codes that you can use. And of course, we will see you next time on the Optimal Body Podcast.